Blog Talk Radio. Sunday night, and you know what that means. It's another edition of the Roundtable. I'm TD, coming at you from the Great White North. As always, we have animal activists who does charity work with wolves and manatees, West Virginia's own Nate Bush. And not to be outdone, from palatial Clifton Heights, Pennsylvania, fresh off a tour of the Middle East with DJ Khaled, it's none other than Tom Robinson. gentlemen yeah yeah i'm in the house we're on the air boys well i'm here speaker for speaker forever hold your peace gentlemen after that fucking introduction and that's what i got yeah i thought you were going oh now 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 we're still on a gimmick. I was uh, I was thinking you were going to make yourself the third intro. My bad. Oh, I was first, but anyways, no problem. Okay, hey, so you're coming from the back. Great White North, but I, I, I thought you'd have a little ditty at the you end. Thought I was going to plug. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to steal the thunder too much. He's from the Great anyway, White North. I'm from I'm from the Great Brown South. So you know how it is down here. Great Brown South. You're yeah, lucky guy. And actually, you know what? That, <laughs> That's about where we're at now, too. The snow is just about gone after our last uh, freaks blizzard there, so I hear you. All right, let's let's talk a legitimate question, uh, which I may have asked before, but, you know, my mind. Uh, when does it not snow there? Like, do you have a, a summer season <laughs> where it's like 100 do. degrees? Well, no, but I, I, I will get, you know, in the 30s Celsius. So, you know, the, the high 90s for most of the summer. It gets warm. And um, the, the traditional and, months. Uh, that'll last until, uh, no, no, that'll start, that'll start shortly, and uh, there'll be snow back on the ground by mid-October. So. Uh, it's not too different, just a little bit colder than us, though. Yeah, oh, we're, yeah oh, I, I, oh. We're, we're similar. I get a little more snow than you than, than what you get probably, but, yeah, I'm not that far north. Okay. Hey, what's going on, Rockstar? I'm recovering. <laughs> I'm in a full state of recovery today. Didn't get a lot of sleep hey. last night. Always energized for the Sunday night shows, Nate. Uh, well, that's the main reason. That's the main reason why I had us go on at 10:30 instead of at 11:30. That way I don't sound like I'm about to pass out the whole show. <laughs> Nate Bush, Night Owl. 
rock star. Yeah, it's it's rock being. star. Groupies. Tough. Drugs. Sex. After Toilet. playing music, after t- I love playing music. I love it. It's so much fun. But man, there's just something about hitting up the gas station afterward and getting that big ass burrito. It just makes it all worth it. God. Jesus. Good lord. <laughs> will we? Gas will we get evidence food. of that burrito later? What is it? Will we be able to hear any evidence of said burrito? Nah, I think I took care of that this morning. Uh, uh, but fair enough. <laughs> are you uh, are you on the mic tonight? Or the I'm on the phone tonight. My mic is at home, unfortunately. I haven't been to my house since I left oh, yesterday. Thank you philander, are you? Okay, because you're, you're not coming in too. You're not coming in too bad, but you're you're. Okay. You're I'm trying to keep the mic. I'm trying to keep the phone as close to my face as possible. Yeah, okay, there. Whatever you're Autumn's doing right birthday. now is good. So just keep doing it. It was that. Autumn's birthday yeah. Wednesday, so I came here after I got off work, and her family was here, and we, you know, we had a little party and ate some cake because you know fat boys love cake. Uh, I'm well aware of that. Yes. Everybody loves cake. Don't be discriminatory. Yeah, Don't be fat shaming. On a program I'm associated it. with, we I do love it a lot. I, I am fat. I for I for from this day forward, I refuse to tolerate any fat shaming or slut shaming uh, because I have had problems with both uh, sexuality and uh, weight problems, and I'm highly offended. Hashtag. I got a closet. I got a closet you can climb into if you want to cry about it. I uh, Whoa, I've cried all the is all the tears. <laughs> all my tears are cried out from mostly over the reactions from listening back to this program. It's full of bigotry, yeah. hatred, anti. I don't know. Oh, I it's love just it. anti. That's good. We've hit. We're hitting our our market niche then. Why is it? Can we get that on a T-shirt? It's full of bigotry, hatred, and anti, and anti. Because, <laughs> you know, we, I've, got, yeah. I've got T-shirt. I've got T-shirt ideas coming out the ass. Like, I still want to get one that says tank. I still want to get one that says tanking is tanking is for jobbers. I think that would be amazing. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> and then we need we to get a, one. We that had says a banner uh, day yesterday, so uh, if our yeah, bigotry great, and great. hatred is... Yeah, we 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 without getting into it too deep, we uh, I think we might have had our best overall day ever. Darn close. Uh, it was close. It was uh, one of our top three. I don't have that uh, privilege because of my current phone only well, internet access. You're just talent, sir. You're not office. You're That's just true. Talent. Uh, you got to keep me down and not tell me what I'm drawing. Um, <laughs> yeah, as we uh, PR has, as we uh, percentage that meager wage we give you. Yeah, PR has what we call internet palsy to go along with his one sales palsy. <laughs> so. Tell you what, uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but some uh, somebody who had love for me when I announced that I had that on a, a prior um, show that I was a part of. It's funny how some of those who reached out then 
uh, could care less if I had fucking uh, cerebral palsy and fucking Bell's palsy and fucking Paul's balls. I don't know. Whatever the fuck else has a palsy. And, uh, you know, they don't even speak to me now because they're members of the cult. But um, anyway. My, kid, my, uh, cat, my cat. Shit, I thought you were palsy. talking about Nate. Um, no, I, I, Nate speaks to me, uh, when I'm okay, awake and he's not busy, which is like once a week. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't uh, miss TR when he had Bell. I didn't, I didn't check on TR when he had Bell's palsy. I was like, what a fucking pussy. Hey, it's just a little numbness. <laughs> we tried to, yeah. we tried to give, get him a GoFundMe and the fucker didn't want one. So, you know, I really don't feel I that sorry for him. I couldn't wink at chicks because my eye was stuck. That was a weird deal, man. But, <laughs> what you know, are you staring you were, at? You were, you were permanently winking at chicks. <laughs> yeah. Well, the one side was the people's eyebrow, and the other... Uh, well, actually, the same side was the people's eyebrow because it was stuck where it was. And uh, the other... The mouth thing, I, I forget, and I would take this huge swig of, like, a soda or pop, as some of you call it, and it would just go right out my mouth. That's horrible, man. And I mean that. What happened this week? What are we reviewing, gentlemen? You look like Lawrence Fishburne. I don't know what happened this week. Fishburne was that? What what did Fishburne? Yeah, I don't know this. What's Fishburne been up to? Oh, nothing. I just said TR when he had Bill's palsy. He looked like Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, I see. All right. I'm kidding, Tr. I'm. It's you want to? Uh, what you, you we're, we're 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 rehashing old stuff, or do you want to talk a couple new things? Well, we're going to talk some new things, but uh, just an FYI, I do, I do I, want uh, to say. I have. I do want to say so you can bust my balls. I do want to say that it sucks you had that, and I'm glad you're doing better and haven't had that issue since. And I did reach out to you when you were hurting, and I'm glad you're okay. Well, that's a stretch, but um, a fucking PC moment. Anyway, what did you say, Tom? FYI, and then I heard no more. FYI, when did I say it? Just now with the fish burn? Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I, I was I did watch American Idol, which I'd like to discuss at some point during this program. Um, well, all right. Because there's 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 a reason, and there was also a commercial during it which uh, struck me funny. Not funny, just not funny like a Weird. fucking clown. Uh, yes, struck me uh, odd. Uh, can we, uh, uh, what else? Can we tie that in with the Shania Twain story, maybe? Is that for me or Nate? Well, either of you. She. Uh, made the mistake of saying she might have voted for Trump if she could vote in America. And, of course, the Internet lost uh, his fucking mind. Did this just break? This, Yeah, this was today. And I didn't think it was a big enough story for Tim and Tom, but it's interesting that she's everybody's darling until, oh, she voted, going to vote for Trump? What a whore. Yeah, every, uh, I mean, all those people that, that attack uh, whoever people voted for are... Fucking troll, loser, 
those zeros, and the, the, he's going to get reelected because of their stupidity in 2020 if they keep attacking that's, everybody. Yeah, that's what will happen, just like it did the last time. Yep. I just think it's funny because I don't care about uh, uh, like anyone I like in the music industry. I don't care who they vote for, and that wouldn't make me yeah. not like their wouldn't make me not like their music. Like if I found out tomorrow that. I don't know. Or okay, for Nate, let's say Nate found out tomorrow that Rush is is like as conservative a voting band as ever lived. That don't make Tom Sawyer a bad song. It might not to you, but to uh, a large well, no, Nate's not talking either. So maybe it did. Maybe it did. Nah. Yeah. Um, I don't give a fuck who anybody votes for. The election this past time, I didn't vote for either one of them because I didn't like either fucking one of them. I voted for yeah, somebody like else. I don't even remember. I don't even remember yeah, who it the, was. The choices are the choices were not good for you guys. You know, Tweedledee. Or they were a giant douche. Or, it was a giant, a <laughs> giant douche or turd sandwich. Yeah, or turd sandwich. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, we we can we we can uh we can pivot off politics because we hate that um, all three of us collectively. Well, I only threw but that out there stay, to segue into your American Idol story. Of, of course, but uh, I was going to segue because of something I wasn't even thinking of. of is Shania Twain, like in the beginning, I didn't think she was as hot as everybody else, but then she got new boobs when she got divorced from that record dude. To- no, uh, what's his name? Was What's Mutt her name? Lang. Mariah Carey was with Mutt Lang, the music Lang. guy. Uh, when, when he dumped her or she dumped him, but I think it was him dumping her because those rich old fucks can get anybody. So that's what you they do. You don't know that story? Um, uh, no, but after I make my perverted point, you can tell yeah, me. Okay. Um, she showed up on an award show where Kenny Chesney was like getting an award that she presented, and he like literally like gushed like fucking like a like a first grader like asking out his first crush, and uh, he was like, "Oh my God, you look great," and uh, <laughs> like he was visibly shaken well by how great she looked with her new titties. And her always attractive other parts. But go ahead. And she said, I feel like a woman. Yeah. And uh, from yeah. this moment on, I love TR. <laughs> okay, the, the, the what a great song that is for anybody, though. I was never well, a big yeah, fan I mean, of hers, well, but that fucking song is awesome. If you know what love is, and I don't know if you two heathens know what that is, but if you finally... Uh, reach deep in your heart and you, I give my hand to you with all my heart. Oh my God. It originally was her and Brian white. I was slow dancing alone. If nobody was around. What a great oh, song. Okay. Anyway, shit. story of her marriage breakup. He was cheating on her with the wife. Yeah, that's of what I their, of, Okay. They're of their best friends. Their couple best friends. And now Mutt Lang is married to that woman, and Shania Twain is married to the guy. She went. And uh, they were the swinging ex- the, Yeah, she went and married the ex-husband of the, uh, of the. Yeah, how fucked up is that? Kind of weird. Kind of weird. Weird and wild but been, stuff. But she's been married to him longer than she was married to Mutt Lang. But they, there again, they I mean they don't call him Mutt Lang for nothing. One. Who names yeah, their child Mutt? Who names their child? Uh, his Mutt. name is. It's his nickname. B 
because he does look like a cocker spaniel to some degree. Wow. I've never seen look, him. Look, I oh, look him up. You'll fucking deal. Piss your pants. He is an ugly motherfucker. When you think that for ten years he was banging Shania Twain, that's just painful. Money, money, money. Think of it. I guess so. take the money. That they do. I had a cock Can't spaniel. Blame. You have a cock. I had a cock spaniel. It's such what a big connection. He said he has a cock for Daniel, right? <laughs> Daniel Bryan, maybe. I don't know what he's talking about, but he's obviously aroused. <laughs> well, fuck it. One fame. of us is in a rather belligerent fucking mood tonight, I believe. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, as long as it ain't coming my way, I could give two shits. So. I'm just, uh, I'm just also, around. your American Idol story. What's your Idol story? Let's get to that. I don't oh, watch okay. Idol, so uh, you're going to have to clue me in. Yeah, I don't want uh, for, for reasons For reasons that I will not go into on uh, public airways, but I shall share with you guys privately at another moment in time. It has nothing to do with the usual uh, thing, but uh, well, I black scheduled direct. Right, or the, the black okay. cloud that always seems to... I guess it could fall into black cloud, but I was supposed to have direct TV installed today for a much better price than any cable company I ever had. And I would be then probably uh, delaying the show tonight to watch the end of the NBA game if it's not over yet. But anyhow, uh, that didn't happen. So uh, the options were limited and American Idol was it. And uh, I noticed uh, a lot. I, I may have seen it one time before because Katy Perry, although very attractive with the big fake knobs, and she cut her hair, she kind of looks uh, a little Ellen-like. But besides that, uh, still doable. And she, uh, as predicted, any female singer that has a remote possibility of being found attractive, she always uh, gets an inner insecurity and jealousy and rates lower. But not to bore you with that, um, some of the contestants, there's one dude that's about Nate's size, and I, I say dude, but he's a uh, transgender, which we have nothing against. We featured a transgender person who's a longtime friend of mine named Karen, um, but this one's like way out there and comes off like uh, like you'd see on like RuPaul, like uh, the fabulous, really crazy you know, over the top. But damn, if that thing can't sing fucking uh, like Aretha Franklin. And it's a dude. Like, I don't know if that came from, uh, what do they what do they inject, the, the, the opposite of testosterone? What's it called? Yeah, estrogen. Estrogen, yes. That yes, motherfucker can sing. Uh, and I don't like to give credit to reality show people, but that, that mofo from talent... Um, is the best that I saw, but uh, so that's a weird dynamic. Uh, but of course, it's all um, you know. Middle America's going, what the fuck is this? And changing the channel to like CSI fucking uh, Clifton Heights because there's so many fucking CSIs. Uh, just watch anything but that, and they're getting their Trump ballots out when they see that on national TV. But anyhow, um, 
so then we move on to this creepy weird chick who would probably be a school shooter if she didn't end up in the top 14 from Langhorn, which is about a half hour from me. She's literally a ticking time bomb. I, I would vote her through just to stop her from fucking attacking a mall. But um, she's as as creepy as a motherfucker and can only sing average, I mean, better than average, but, you know, not real good. I don't know these names of these people, but anybody that ever watched it would know who I was talking about. And she... Uh, She's doing it for all the weirdos and stuff like that. And I'm like, great, uh, make that bitch win and fucking keep her disarmed at all times. Um, then there was, then there's this, there's one very attractive, uh, black girl who is named journey, (laughs) strangely enough. And it showed her parents and one of them's like, bald except not like me and Nate he's bald but skinny and all tatted up like a like somebody who would be a Nate's band that's not Nate except bald and um and uh his wife appeared to be like a 22 year old like decent looking dark haired uh Caucasian woman which is baffling because this girl's 18 and it said they're her parents unless it was some kind of miscue with the camera. but So I don't know where the black came from unless uh, mommy's lying to daddy and there's a different age. But anyway, uh, the, the, the girl's 18 and she's beautiful. But uh, in her video intro before, I remember the other time I watched it, she's already married to another girl. She's uh, already decided at 18 that she's a lesbian lifetime. She's a lifer lesbian, which... Uh, if I were a betting man, I would guess that they that might play into uh, her singing career because of the current climate and the success. And she's pretty talented and very, very good-looking, as I pointed out. Um, and she went and did a nice performance. And, of course, Katy Perry had some kind of uh, negative, veiled negativity. Yeah, because she's really disgusting, this Katy Perry, as far as beautiful on the outside but ugly on the inside, that kind of thing. And uh, Katie you know, Perry I'm hating on the on the whole. Enough said. On the whole, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm hating Enough on the said. whole uh, the whole thing that I told you about confusion with the fucking identity and parents that look like white people who are barely older than her, and I don't even know what the deal is. But that chick's really beautiful, like uh, early Beyonce, Destiny Child, beautiful, and can sing and is an entertainer. But right. she's a lesbian for now. She reminds me of a young Anne Heche for in two so, years she'll be with, like, fucking uh, Lil Wayne or something. But anyway, uh, moving on from Journey, there was one more that stood out, and there's this, uh, for the life of me, you know, I, uh, I, I was in a band. I know Nate is in a band. I was in several bands, actually. Um, and Tim, have you played music? No. Well, I mean, we're, we're long in the tooth now, but it is a pussy magnet, no matter what you do, especially if you can grow your hair out one length. And this dude has the stupidest looking face in the history of ever from, you know, some farmland or whatever. And he played Santana tonight and you couldn't hear the, I don't know if it was his fault or the background 
fucking fault or whatever. He, Black Magic Woman, he sung tonight. Played the guitar well, yeah, like Santana. Not good to be confused with uh, Chico Santana. Um, Carlos Santana. Um, and he pretty much sucked. And then Katy Perry pulls this, I'm a Mark and you're so hot, and me and my mom have been sending pictures of you to each other. And the dude has the stupidest looking face, like, but he has long hair. And it's like, why didn't I grow my hair when I could before it turned into fucking Huey Lewis and Tony Gurria morph? Because I could be stone cold ugly if I had long, one length hair. And just go, yeah, man, cool. And he had like a feather on his guitar, which is so good. And she came up to Katy Perry in all her uh, fake C-cup glory and took a piece of his hair because, you know, she's basically going to bang this dude. Uh, He actually does resemble Russell Brand now that you put that in my mind. He's got that stupid long hair. I guess it's not stupid because it works for all of you. And... uh, yeah, so she's gonna bang him. And uh oh, the only other thing that was that was odd to me and if it goes along with all of our rants on the political correctness and the climate and the time, I I saw a, co- a commercial for Crohn's disease. I forget the goddamn thing. Uh Nate would probably know. It's just a new medication out for Crohn's because Nate has a pharmaceutical background as well. And I see this cute little black girl waiting for her father at school nice theme for this uh, commercial about not being able to hold in your shit, but, uh, you know, nice distraction. But anyway, there's new medication and every hacky comic since they've made commercials about medication has said, well, if I, if I knew the side effects, why would I take that? You know, but no, that ain't where I'm going. Where I'm going is after the bus disappears where, where the cute little black girl is waiting for daddy this fucking white dude who looks about my age and has a, uh, a rather uh, handsome, uh, rough five o'clock shadow, grayish, picks her up. Now, what the fuck? He ain't her dad, and she ain't light-skinned enough to be, like, with an interracial product. They portray it like he's her fucking dad. I don't know, just for all inclusion for his disease that he can't handle shitting. And um, it just baffles me why you have to cast that because it's not reality. I mean, uh, unless he's an adoptive father, but then fucking explain it, you motherfucker. If If you have a picture of me with my stupid tattoos and my long biker beard, and a little uh, goddamn Asian fucking Ching Chong Wang is waiting for me at school, and a school bus pulls up, the natural reaction is going to be like, what the fuck? Is that a goddamn uh, child? Is that a pedophile or a a, a kidnapper? No, I just... Like, why would would this cute little black girl go with this? You were the bodyguard for an Asian gangster. Well, something, but explain it. Don't just talk about side effects and the fact that you've got to (laughs) shit, you fucks. All right, so, so to sum this up, your American Idol experience was fat, tranny George Michael. George and Michael, more like it. Michael Jackson. Uh, lesbian. And I think Beyonce. the third one was what? Uh, Moby slash lead them. singer from Smashing Re- Pumpkins. Uh, child shooting. Bald, right? uh, mass, mass shooting female. Right? 
That's what you saw? Mass Shooting Female was one of them. And Russell Brand on lead guitar. Yes. And there's not much competition on Sunday nights on regular TV, except, like I said, CSI, Prairie Falls, or wherever the hell you live, uh, NCIS Clifton, and um, CSI Logan, West Virginia. The 970th version of those crime shows that people watch more aimlessly than fucking anything else in the world for the last 15 to 20 years. I guess I'm done talking. You guys can speak a little bit. It's not my show. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not my show. (laughs) Proceeds to talk for 30 minutes. (laughs) Oh, you know. I'm I'm just busting your balls, man. Well, I know you two didn't watch it, so I had to uh, elaborate fully. No, no, I, I, I hate reality singing competitions because to me it's all the same. It's all a big sad story, and the saddest story normally wins. At least that's my opinion on the matter. Well, so somebody should fucking enter one then here right away. Yeah, you know, I, I already played that card in 2004 and was on Gimme the Mike Philadelphia where I took third. So I've been on the other side of that. Well, third ain't bad. Um, I have a friend. Oh, yeah. oh. I keep feeling like I'm fucking losing the contact here, but I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. You oh, me you got dead me? Air. No, I can hear you, you both now. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. You okay. know, Anyways. if we had, like, if we had some sort of, we could come up with a scheme to win. Like, if we had somebody that was a good singer, and they had a nice, like, we could make up the saddest story that ever happened, and Just we could really win our money. Lives and take all three of our well, lives I mean, and weld them together into one story, and it'd be pretty close. I would just show a pic, uh, dick pic and not even say a word. <laughs> <laughs> People go, what the hell is that? Oh my but god! Like, what's worse? You know, what's, what's, like know, we come up with that? a story like, you know, my parents were volunteers in Chernobyl and didn't know the side effects, or, shit like that, and we could really come up with save the world. Tr, yeah, yeah like parents could, worked at Jurassic Park. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, there was a a, a, a little-known flood in Canada because not a lot of news comes out of there. And and uh, Tim built an ark with one lesbian, one homosexual, and one of every uh, minority. One liberal. One of every minority. Yeah. I forced them to have sex with one another while I taped it. Yes. Yeah, there you go. So, okay, well, you guys want, you want to hear a, a quick story that will piss you both right off? Probably. Sure. sure. Right. Great move. Okay. Well, you know, well. without getting into any of the details of your various vehicle, um, what shall we say, stories? Not, yeah. Not we, we both. We all know. Okay. You all know what we're talking about, but nobody else does, and that's okay. My kid's birthday today, so he goes out to the uh, the ex's parents, who are stinky, filthy rich. What does my son get for uh, his birthday? 
should I interrupt though, um, just to get the sure. age on on the? Okay, youngster? my kid is twenty-two. Okay, cool. He's twenty-two. It's his was his birthday today, and he just graduated out of uh, Tech College. So gotcha. doing good for himself. All right. So he goes out to Grandma and Grandpa's, and Grandpa says, "Well, we got you a little something." Well, what do you think you got for? You can guess, because of course I've been leading you on here. Uh, I, I, well, I would, can tell. I would assume a he car. Got, he got a brand new 2018 Chevy oh. Canyon pickup truck, forty-five thousand dollars. Oh, damn! With a year, with with a year's paid insurance. Damn. And I thought to myself, okay, this is very nice of them. But for them, because they're rich, that's like, you know, me buying Tom a six-pack, basically. Same, you know, for their money output. But I thought, how in the fuck am I supposed to compete with that bullshit? Uh, I do have one uh, question, Tim. I have one question shoot. about that. Do they need another grandson who lives in the States? <laughs> well, I, that, I, should, I, I should probably add that in there, that he is the only one. They've only got one grandkid. Well, they can have and another. And no, oh, well, they would have to, it would have to be from you because uh, their kids are all uh, either too old or dead or gone or whatever the case may be. Oh, so he's they, the only grandson. They, they so. can, well, they could have me. All my grandparents are dead. I'd love well, to have a you know, again. His mother, mother is single. Oh. So, you know, if you're crazy enough to go there, I mean, maybe there's a chance that way. Uh, I don't know. I, I have... I have a woman <laughs> yeah, No, you just trust me. You want no part of that. But just like, you know, we've had discussions about things. Like, I know they're not tromping on my toes or anything on purpose, but, I mean, boy, that really puts a, a guy in a position of, like, what the hell, you know, like, I can't, I couldn't match that if I tried. You know, fuck what's I'm next. Poor man. Fucking, fucking, fucking house. <laughs> That's what I said. I get you a fucking uh, air freshener. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Naked girl it's air pressure. It's the thought that counts and uh That's how guys gotta look at it. And like I said, for them it isn't like, you know, that's not a major league purchase for them. So it's like it'll we'll be like you way, and go yeah. by and then what's that? Look at it this way. You're not gonna top them, so buy the cheapest gift possible and save yourself a buck. I'm looking at it this way. I don't have to even attempt to, you know, I don't have to go through five years of trying to save money to do it. True. That's yeah. all I'm looking at. It, and, uh, that's a, and that's kind of what I told him, too. I said, you know, you got to uh, you got to be cognizant of the fact here that you're getting something that most people, you know, regular folks got to save and struggle and work for the first four or five years of their lives before they can even think about doing anything like that. So look after it, which I'm sure yeah, you can't blame him, can't, though. But, What's if that? I were put in that position, he said you can't blame him. If I oh, were no, put yeah, in that I mean, position, he didn't, do, he didn't do anything about it. If I were put in that position as a grandparent slash parent, which I am, and I have a child of similar age of 21 of the female variety, who I loved very much and still do, but I don't really like that much right now. Um, <laughs> if I uh, if I just I love her, chance, but I don't like her. I had a chance to to award her with that. I still probably would uh, to make her life better. So in the long run, hopefully she would come to her senses and and be grateful for opportunity and 
so forth and guidance and help. Uh, but the reality of it was if I just happened to do that on any level, I have a doctor's appointment in two days that I may need a ride to, and this is legitimate. And if I had just bought her a $45,000 truck, she would leave her phone off if she knew I had the doctor's appointment. That is fucked up, and that is Millennial TR Family Stories. <laughs> Tune in next week when Nate Bush tells us a baby story. I'd be like, honey, uh, <laughs> let's let's try out your, your, your new vehicle that I just purchased you with your free insurance for the year. Hey, and I'll even throw in the gas. Uh, ride me uh, three miles away to the doctor, would you? Oh, I don't know. Daddy can, I was going to talk to Mommy about Desperate Housewives. Mommy's yeah. so cool and now, just watched Desperate Housewives and drank. Mine. At least my kid is good that way. If I if I picked up the phone and said, hey, I, I need a lift somewhere, okay, can you go pick up this, I don't know, something that won't fit in a car kind of deal, he would need, uh, I would never have that problem. He would just be one, one like so a I got, body. I'm working or whatever time can you, I do it at, and he would just do it. And I don't have that issue, thank God. I don't know how I deal with uh, that. Probably about as well as you do. <laughs> yeah, it's different when it's a female. Like, a dude, like if I had a dude oh, oh, in her gee. shoes, yeah. I'd be like, it's dude, Sunday night fucking if you don't fucking take me up, I'm going to slap you. I can't say that to her. That's my little shit. Yeah, dude, do dude, boys, you can be a little, uh, you can be a little bit more aggressive with, and you can with a with a daughter. You know, dad can't really. Yeah. Yeah, I you did can't give her a black eye though. You know, what's your fucking problem? I want to go girl? into. I want to go into this story um, since you got me down this path. I did at one point give her a black eye. No round of applause. No laugh track. Well, I'm, I'm only thinking the one thing, and I don't know if I should be rounding and pausing or or, or not for that. No, I should be uh, a race Did you give, it to, her, did you give it to her before she was born? No, uh, that's an old. Uh, disgusting pig. That's actually sort of like my buddy Mayo's joke. He, he kind of talks like this, and he used to be a comic, and he was like, "Yeah, I love fucking pregnant bitches." You know why? The only fucking time you can come on a kid's head and not get arrested. Jesus. <laughs> oh, Philly's pretty offensive. But anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, moving on. Back to, to the uh, reality. Oh, there goes gravity. No, back to uh, the, uh, what story was it? Um, black eye story. Uh, it's a black eye in my heart and my soul. Because she had a kid in like eighth or ninth grade, I guess it was eighth, because uh, she had her little uniform on and she wasn't speaking about why she had been, and this was when she was sleeping over and stuff every weekend, and it was just pre-separation or post-separation or whatever the fuck it was. Anyhow, um, somebody was picking on her, and... We finally got it out of her. I guess I finally got it out of her because I wasn't on speaking terms with the who were that created her. But um, so I have this discussion. Like, hey, you got to tell me. Daddy loves you and blah, 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 blah. I'm very supportive. And she said, there's this girl and blah, 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 whatever the case may have been at that time. 
And I said, okay, well, Daddy's got these boxing gloves, and I had the mitts and gloves for when I was using them. And I said, you put them on, and I'll teach you how to do left, right, hook, left, right, uppercut, et cetera, and all these basic combinations. So uh, when you first learn how to box, you always, for a golden rule, which I didn't use in Sandman because I didn't know I was boxing. But anyway, um, you when you throw a jab or a straight or whatever, you immediately – by instinct, after training, you pull your hand back to cover your face on either side. So it's like jab, pull back, jab, pull back, you know, or whatever. So I was tr- I was trying to teach her that defensive thing when I had the uh, mitts on, and she kept forgetting. So I, I, I took the mitts off thinking, you know, I, bad move. I thought better if I took the mitts off, I'd have more control to show her in slow motion. It was literally slow motion. Um to where when she threw a jab to pull it back. And I would go, no, hon, pull it back, pull it back. And I'd push her arm back. To see what I'm saying? And then i let her do it to me, and I'd pull it back, and I'd say it, and throw a punch at me. I said, I don't care if you slap me or whatever. Boom. So, of course, sloppy, dumb Tom gets his fucking foot caught in the goddamn carpet, and my open hand, which was not made into a fist, but my fat, over-cheese-whiz fucking index finger... <laughs> doinked her under the eye when I did that pull the hand back as I fell forward and she laughed like it didn't hurt her but I'm like oh fuck no no and she's like what it's funny and I'm like no it's not funny that just hit you in the right spot where I know what's going to happen let's get ice she's like it doesn't hurt why would I get ice and I said trust me I put ice on her it's good. And boom 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 I call her, I said, how's, how's your eye? And she's like, um, guess what? And I go, no. And she goes, I got a black eye. I, I started fucking crying on the phone because she's my baby. As I said, I love her with all my heart, even though I'm not liking her right now. And she's always been my baby to kill or die for her. And she had school the next day. She's going to show up at school with a black eye. How'd you get that? Oh, daddy was boxing with me. What in the fuck? <laughs> what a terrible, yeah, I terrible... I figured it you sucks. were going to say that she accidentally popped you. And you no, reflexively fucking popped her back with the reflexes no, and no. tagged her once. <laughs> no. That could have been worse. I've been hitting the face. I've been hitting the face so many fucking times by people in bars that I'm, I'm used to it. Now that's but. a sound bite. Yes, it is. Yeah. They could throw an errant punch right now. They could throw an errant punch from West Virginia right now that missed and would somehow hit me in the face because my face is so fat. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Boom, I just get hit in the face and they'd be like, I'm sorry, I missed my target. First we had fucking belligerent Tom, now we have self-deprecating Tom. You're really getting good at that impression of me, Tom. It's starting to scare me a little bit. Say, I say, thought that say Baron, say Baron Corbin like like Nate does, Tom. It's funny. I can't remember because it's been a few weeks since his uh, his feud. Is, that, is there any update in that feud, uh, Nate? Uh, no update about Baron Corbin. Yeah, that'd be great if uh, now that he's switched to the A show, at least in Vince McMahon's opinion. If he comes out with this monster push on tomorrow is Monday, right? 
Uh, you got to find just, Nate just Sparks to watch. Everybody Barry that's push like, for the title. Is Braun Strowman still on there? Yeah. Yeah, he's still okay, there. Yeah, I don't, they know don't seem to know where. what the fuck I, they're doing with him, though. I just kind of glanced that they're in South Africa now and they're going to the goddamn Middle East with DJ Khaled, but that's for another show. Um, anyway. Well, the greatest, uh, Royal, the greatest Royal Rumble is Friday. And what's today, Sunday? So it's four to, five days from now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 27th, I believe it is. It's like Will they be back on Friday? Will they be back for Monday fresh? Somewhere Wait, in the uh, Monday? Oh boy! Yeah, yeah to tape a live raw. Coming back from there, if that's it's Friday night. Saudi Arabia, yeah, the greatest Royal Rumble's on Friday night. Okay, so they now we give them two days. Now we give them two days to fly back, I suppose, depending on where they're headed. Oh, they may they may have pre-taped. I don't know. They may have it from somewhere uh, over in, over there too. Who knows? They're dragging no, everything they, over they, there for a pay per view. Oh, you mean you mean they may have pre-taped the Monday show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was going to say the other ones definitely live. The, the I don't know oh, why yeah, they went. Yeah. Friday. Yeah, I don't know why they went to the Middle East show. Because they're trying Apparently to get. Apparently, they getting... seem to con- they're trying to get that market for some reason. Apparently, guess, one of one of the uh, princes in Saudi Arabia uh, booked that show for like a birthday or something. It's like his birthday, and they booked it for him, and they want to fill the place. That's why they're having so much. Like Cena and Triple H are facing each other. They're having a cage match. Uh, with uh, Roman and Lesnar, they're having the greatest Royal Rumble with the guys in the Rumble, and they're going to have. Bar- uh, what am I about to say? I would want Triple H. I do not mean the character or 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 the uh, uh, action figure. I mean Triple H, the real one. I will give seventy-seven million dollars to Vince McMahon and uh, Slurpee with that. Even though that's not fair because that's Indian and not. Uh, Arab, but I don't care. I don't do an Arab. Never? I also want you to have this... How do you say Undertaker? He's so scary. I like scary. We can have a casket match and bury him like I'm going to bury Americans on a plane with my shoe bomb. Damn. They all have caskets. Shoe bomb, you say. Yeah, and uh, here, here's a, a news flash that you may or may not may or may not know, and I'm sure the gym folks in Virginia, West Virginia rather, might be interested in. Um, one of the guys I was high on because of all his legitimate. What in the fuck was all that? <laughs> that would be Autumn laughing because we had to stream the. Uh, Cavs uh, Pacers game, and it was on Facebook, and it was some Asian guy streaming it. And whenever uh, the Cavs did win, by the way, and when the game ended, he goes, uh, "That game, motherfucker!" He was a Cavs fan or Cavs fan or Pacer fan? I'm assuming a Cavs fan because the Cavs. So he was happy. Okay. Yes, he was very happy. 
But he was Asian. Very happy. Oh yeah. God, I hope the, you know who ain't listening. Oh God. I hope we I hope we can get through two hours. I didn't mean to mention Asians, but um, back to what I was saying. Uh, Mojo. I didn't say Mojo yet, but I guess I thought I revealed it. Um, if you're not following Instagram or the news updates and all that, and I know Nate's been busy and Tim just quite frankly doesn't care much. Um, but I follow everything um, <laughs> still because I'm a loser. And There you go. Anyway, uh, Mojo is – I was a big guy, uh, supporter of his because of his college football career at the University of Maryland where he just destroyed the weight room records of, like, all time and – Etc. And I thought he could, uh, you know, maybe use that charisma and whatever. I'm starting to lean towards the uh, the way of others thinking, but I didn't know he was part Arab. There is Arabian in his bloodline, and he is with Prince Albert or whatever they call him now, and a few others. All week he's been in Saudi Arabia, speaking their language on Instagram and stuff, and he's teaching slash training what what a trainer huh um and you know i like the guy but he's not exactly fucking less thornton on the mat you know but anyway um what did you learn over there well uh mojo riley came on taught me how to do a tackle i do tackle now seven time match i do tackle um but anyway uh so he's training so i i assume because of their international cash grabs once a year that he's probably got a lifetime job so get get used to Mojo and the modern day Madaraja Raja the modern day Baron Corbin will probably uh, turn out to be something else too some other uh, nationality Raw that on, they need uh, <coughs> Raw on April 30th is in uh, Montreal mm. Ah. So not only are, do they have to come back to the North America, they're going to have to do the, the whole fucking custom scene and all the rest. So, well, they no are, fun for those WWE people. That's going to suck. They were, in, they were in South Africa, so they're flying back from there, and then going to Saudi Arabia, which South Africa and Saudi Arabia aren't exactly close. Of course, they're closer than yeah, Canada. Yeah, because but. Raw tomorrow is, I think, from St. Louis. I want to say. So they got to get back Lost to St. Louis. Louis. Yeah, I want to say um, St. Louis. So I'm just thinking South Africa and a fucking St. You Louis. You know, I reside in St. Louis. Fucking, that's a lot of travel. Did you hear me? Hey, you fuckers. I live in St. Louis. I used to live in Arkansas, but I moved to St. Louis. Or as I say, St. Louis is it. And... We uh, we just featured the top five downloads of yesterday, and Kenny Bowen and Rosemary uh, Santum uh, Wilkins from uh, Great South Cricket Team Wrestling are tied as we speak with one hundred seventy-three thousand two hundred nineteen downloads as of twelve p.m. today. Can I get an RT? I don't hear the shot, so I'm gonna put my partner on. Yeah, uh, 
<laughs> you motherfucker. Four-hour shows are just four-hour shows suck. But I like uh, I, I got my Puro brother show on. I mean my shirt. And uh, four-hour shows I just can't behind. It's horrible comedy. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm glad my partner is asking for a retweet from the people who are not funny. Nobody listens to. And the Howard Stern is called Suplex City. And uh, even even TR likes them people. They're kind of cool, but uh, they're Howard Stern of, of of wrestling. And if you want comedy, and they they're not trapped in the '80s, even though they just did two shows on like uh, ECW. So I guess they're trapped in the '90s. But my point is, I, I have no pants on, and I got my Puro shirt. Uh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> You know, that bit is fucking hilarious, but it could be even funnier if you went with, uh, like, Saint, what did you say, Saint Shizen Lewis? That was pretty good. And then you got you got to try to work Shiznit into everything, like Kenny oh my Shiznit God. Maker Bowling. I didn't say anything. I don't know. I just might well, be a problem well, with my tell, phone. Tell your ex-friend. Because I'm surprised. Could be, could, be a phone, could be a phone issue, like I, I often have. But I mean, I don't, oh, I don't even know what those, who those people <laughs> are, or what they were talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm I don't know to think that your phone, uh, your phone somehow is routed through the, uh, the, uh, well, what's the word I'm looking for? It's routed through the message board at the fucking United Nations or something. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, <laughs> you know, I know, I know, I got another guy blocked. So if he calls later, yeah, he got, calls. Uh, we'll see. We got, uh, you know, uh, St. Louis. Shiz Knights. I don't know where the great LL is from. Not sure. Um, then you got, uh, I mean, fuck supernatural people are coming through every once in a while. So I'm going to guess that's got to be government related somehow. Maybe you're yeah, part of that, uh, whole, uh, that whole CIA Russian hacking fucking thing and they're working on you somehow. Yeah, they, they mistake. They, so go ahead, Nate. If they were ever going to work on somebody, it would definitely be on TR. Well, who knows more? Yeah, the FBI, the full-blooded Italians. Trying to get the tax dirt on uh, Jim Cornette or something like that, maybe. Little Jimmy. Uh, uh, Little Jimmy Dickens. Little Jimmy. Oh, that reminds me of something. Something that that popped up on Twitter that had something to do with him the other day. Now, fuck if I can remember what it was. Oh, something about Tony Schiavone fucking, uh, uh, what did he say? He he did the the uh, uh, announcing for that MLW, you know, they got a, like a once-monthly thing going now or something, like a live Yeah, party. I actually, uh, I, after Conrad was so gracious and came on our show and was kind of cool, I decided to listen to his uh, episode, at least most of it, with Schiavone, and he talked about and that, that but he admitted... Some... Shivani's funny. There was something on there about Shivani. It wasn't Cornette. It was Meltzer. It was uh, Shivani was waiting uh, with anticipation for Dave Meltzer's uh, minus four and three quarter star review of his commentary. Yeah, he's a funny dude because uh, he was he was mentioning that on his on whatever show. First, he was popping for Francine's tits, and I always love. Francine, yeah, oh yeah, he's got cool a thing for, for any hot chicks. Yeah, good for him. He's he's one of one of me. I would say one of us, but I, I'm I'm weird, like, you know, to a different level. Um, but uh, <laughs> then 
then he went on to say uh, that he had freely admitted that he, the guys that are doing these crazy moves these days, and since he's been away, he has no idea what to call the moves. So he he said in advance before the show came on, you know, he admitted to all the fucking trolls that were going to troll him. If uh, he probably didn't stop them anyway because they're such dorks. But he said, uh, "I'll be honest with you, I don't, I, I can't do a Tony for some reason right now." But um, he admitted that he couldn't, that he called moves like that he never saw before. So he was just kind of making up what they looked like. So anyway, thumbs up to Shivani. Yeah, it was oh, um, uh, what the hell did he write here? And then Connor had tweeted uh, only 50 minutes ago, actually. I retweeted. Uh, Rob Van Dam said he tried to enjoy the uh, tried to enjoy the show you did on me, but as I was trying to give it a listen, Triple H busted through my front door and gave me a pedigree. <laughs> nice, that's a good joke. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty funny. You know, I got a pretty funny, I got a pretty funny RVD story. It's kind of a new story. Um, RVD. Um, fun fact: I, mean, I got to see RVD's last successful defense of the WWE Championship. Um, they did a house show in Huntington, West Virginia. RVD worked big show. He was WWE and ECW champion just after uh, One Night Stand when they brought ECW back. EC, it was a WWECW or whatever it was. There before 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 you let me here to finish. Was the match quality as bad as your audio quality? Anyway, continue. Is it is, it, is that better? Not, yes, not really. Is that better? Hold on. How about now? Is that better? Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, the match, uh, it was what it was. It was a big show in Rob Van Dam, so you got what you got. RVD retained. Um, but they were heading to, I believe it was Pittsburgh, and they went through Hanging Rock, Ohio, and they got pulled over after the show, and he and Sabu got busted for a bunch of weed and shit like that. Shocking, right? Um, Oh yeah, I, I know they got. I know that story. Yeah, um, and then, I know that part of the next. Yeah, I mean, it was just funny because I happened to be in attendance the night before he got, a, or actually, the night of him getting arrested <laughs> with possession. Uh, I thought it was, what, I thought yeah. it was interesting. What a doofus! Is, Little um, known fact: Corey Gra- Is Corey Graves from Philadelphia? Pittsburgh. Okay, that's close at least. He just, tweet, he, just tweeted back, that, so. uh, he just tweeted that when you're in a city that is not Philadelphia and they sell you a cheese stick that is better than Philadelphia, you are being lied to. Do better, St. Louis. Well, good. He put over, I thought he was going the other way. Um, but good job for him then. Um, but there, there's, there's not a that, better Philly cheese steak than in Philly. It's a fact. Yeah. Uh, we do we do own that championship as well. But uh, two days after, Mr. <laughs> Nate Bush, before I even knew you, mm-hmm. if you have the exact date, then I could put the exact date together. I just heard about the thing. That was probably the last time that I had a face-to-face that I remember with uh, Paul Heyman. 
uh, Sabu had told me forever. This was when we were tight, as you could say, but I haven't seen the man in quite a long time. Um, wherever I'm at, you show up. If you're not, if you, if, if if I can't get you a gig to work, managing whatever, just show up and say you're with me. And I was like, fuck it. He's in a WWE version of ECW now, but he did almost get arrested. But I had an idea um, to try to get one of my crooked lawyers and shit involved and all that from the Delaware County. So I, I just basically got drunk in the parking lot, and I was kind of jacked at that time, and I just walked in the back of the uh, probably Philadelphia Spectrum then, maybe Wells Fargo Center, but I think it was still the Spectrum. Because this was talking about 10 years ago, right? Hmm. You with me, Nate? Pretty neat. Yeah, I'm here. Well, I didn't, I didn't finish. I'm asking if it was like ten years ago. Uh, yeah, twelve actually. Rough, roughly something like that. Yeah. So I walked in and uh, I didn't see Sabu, and then but I saw Paul first, and he was like Tom, and gave me this great hug and eye to eye friendly conversation, and I didn't notice where we were at location wise, and. He was very uh, cordial and not not any standoffishness. He kind of was like the Paul I knew in the uh, 80s. And then I turned to my left, almost on cue by accident, but it said Vince McMahon. It was right outside Vince's office. And then the door opened, and it was dorky TR, who ain't even supposed to be there, and the president of the fucking wrestling business coming to get Paul. So I was like, uh, I'll just see you later. And I just kind of scrambled away like a little pussy. And uh, I think that was the last time I had a face-to-face with Paul. But anyway, I ventured over and saw a CM Punk back there and uh, some other people. And I still wasn't on the CM Punk bandwagon. And I'm, I'm admittedly, I uh, fucked up because he was a hell of a wrestling performer. I ended up getting on that bandwagon, but not at that point. And I saw a, uh, I asked if Sabu were around before there would be a Tony Guerrero who or whoever was in his spot at that point. And uh, they were somewhere else, I think, getting chewed out for that very incident. And then Tommy Dreamer, who I don't really know, but I always see, I said, hey, man, I'm a, oh, I talked to Stevie Richards, too. He was in attendance, and I hadn't seen him in a long time. So it looked like I was supposed to be there, even though I wasn't, uh, because every yeah. time somebody could turn around, I was talking to somebody I knew very well that weren't, like, blowing me off or nothing. And then, uh, and I was drunk as shit, so when I'm drunk, I don't give a fuck, like, about anything, practically. Uh, but not, I get drunk to where I just have confidence and not fall over drunk, you know. Um, so finally, Tommy Dreamer says, uh, hey, man. And it was Sabu and Van Dam, but it was just Sabu. I was like, yeah, what's up? Uh, knowing that I could probably get him painkillers or coke if I made enough calls. Not, you know, he wasn't, like, inviting me backstage to be a fucking best buddy. But uh, anyhow, I was like, dude, I think I can help you with this. And he's like, oh, I don't give a fuck. That's going to be squashed. And, or wait, let me think of Sabu's voice. That's going to be squashed, you fucking Mark. Um, what are you doing tonight? You party? You want to party? Um all right. Uh, you want to stay back here or you want me to get you tickets? And I go, I don't know. I'm getting weird looks for any tickets. So he ended up getting me a, a comp, and then I met him afterward, and God knows what we did. I think we smoked weed. But 
Anyhow, yeah, Tommy Dreamer got me to Sabu. But I don't know why I went into that full story, but it was literally uh, two days after because I think they went to Pittsburgh and then they went to Philly, if I'm correct. Yeah, I believe they did. Yeah, and and you would know the date. I just remember it was 2006. Uh, I don't remember the exact date. Um, and I know I know I for my, a fact Sam Punk was ticket, there. And I, got and I know Stevie stuff, Richards. Though. Okay. Well, I know Stevie Richards was there. I know Sam Punk was there. I know my buddy Mike Teener uh, was, and John Finnegan were both refing there. They were ECW refs, and Keener never got signed to WWE, nor did John, I don't think. But they worked there that night. So I had a lot of people that I yeah. knew. Um, so this is this thing. is the this is the date where RVD and Sabu both got popped at the same time. It was right in between. That's it was the, between the, Nate's home and my home. Okay. Well, RVD and Sabu were arrested on drug charges, seven three two thousand and six. Yep, so that's, that's right. What, yeah, I'm, July July third. July third, yeah, two thousand six. So they had to be in Philly like the 4th or the 5th or the 6th. And that's when I saw them. And if anybody were to doubt my credibility or my memory, I know this one for a fact. Stevie Richards was there. Paul was there. Vince was there. Sabu, Tommy Dreamer. And who else did I say I ran into? I don't know. Um, that's about it. We're that's gonna, all I remember. We're going to check your memory, motherfucker. Whenever the Philly show was, it was a couple of days later. Uh, Raw yeah, was July the third. It was the next. It was the same day. Raw was it July was the third from the Wachovia Center in Philadelphia. Okay, oh, so it was the new building. Monday night Raw results. Uh, Lita defeats Tori Wilson. Should remember that. Uh, Spirit no, Squad. No, 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 bunch of bullshit. no, no. 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 Well, this is what. Well, that's the 2006 edition of Raw. No, no it wasn't Raw. I think they filmed the. Uh, it, it was I ECW. I think they did EC. I okay, think they well, did then ECW. That had been before. Well, wasn't he in? D- he wasn't in WWE by then. Who? Rob Bandel. No, he was. Nate's Nate saying he saw his last defense a couple nights before, and I think. And I made, uh, there was definitely not a Raw production when I was there, but I think the Raw was there like maybe the night before, and ECW was taping on Tuesdays or Wednesdays or something for sci-fi. Okay, well, I'll check. And that, he lost the ti- he lost the title that night in Philadelphia to Yeah, Edge. I remember that. He lost the to Edge. Okay, so let's let's look up. Uh, so you're looking for ECW card around that time. That's yeah, so the ECW TV taping. Okay. I shall find. Uh, da, da, da. July 11th? No. Maybe it was more than a couple days. Right. No, that's in Minnesota. July the 4th. ECW wrestling yep, results. Tuesday. July the 4th, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 2006. Uh, here we go. ECW World Title Match. Big Show defeats Rob Van Dam to capture the DCW Heavyweight Title. Yep, he lost him on back-to-back nights. 
CM backstage, CM Punk debuts on TV, reprising his old straight edge character from Ring of Honor. Wow, I was there for his debut. So yeah. it says. Yeah, because they oh, did it in shit. Philly because that was Ring of Honor country. Um, I remember seeing him. I always match. had a thing with him. He fought a dark match that night. The dark matches were CM Punk defeated C.W. Anderson, Sabu defeated Stevie Richards, Tommy Dreamer defeated Stephen Incredible. Boom. The memory ain't totally gone. <laughs> uh, you know, I like to I like to justify my faith in you to other people. So I like to fact check. It's what I do. Right on. But I, I can't <laughs> believe in, in hindsight I was uh, – because I was, like, standing in this, like, little – kind of circle of the boys, so to speak, around the monitor when, uh, uh, I guess it was before the show started, but Punk was there in his gear. And, uh, I remember the first time I saw him that the late Frank, Frank Talent brought me back of ring of honor. And I was a total douche then because, uh, I'd only wanted to see the midnight express. They brought in Jimmy and then Bobby and Dennis and Stan or something for an appearance and Ricky Steamboat and Rick Morton and people that I liked. And they had a hell of a card too. And I've since got to know Carrie Silken a little bit. So, uh, all things considered Daniel Bryant versus Brian rather versus Samoa Joe was the main event. And I walked in the dressing room, like I owned the fucking place because in my mind, the stars were the ones I was there to see who I hadn't seen in years. And the state athletic, Commissioner Frank Talon, who's now deceased, remembered that I was a actual performer and uh, go, went way back since the Civic Center where I was, he thought I was a bigger deal than I was, in other words. And I, I omitted watching at that time, which was probably a classic, Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe. And the first two lockers I saw were uh, Matt Seidel, <laughs> ironically. And uh, CM Punk. Top three in the world. Yeah, and CM Punk, and they reached their hand out because they were, I guess, under the perception in the locker room etiquette that you got to shake everybody's hand who comes in. And I came in with the state athletic commissioner, and I had to look. And I I was totally a a snob, and I I apologized to the wrestling gods and and some of the wrestling fans that aren't geeks that I was – thinking that people that small physically could never make it. And I saw Carino was like third or fourth in line to my trek to the back where Cornette and all them were. And I shook Carino's hand. Well, I shook both of their hand, like, but I didn't even say hi or I'm Tom or anything. I was a total douche. Uh, but not, not, not on purpose to be a snob, just, in the back of my mind, I was just like, well, these are just indie guys, and I've worked with indie guys forever that don't take it seriously, and they'll probably be out of this shit anyway like I am. And I was just like, hey, man, hey, how you doing? And then I saw Carino, and I stopped, which was a direct diss to Punk and Seidel. Not on purpose, but I knew Carino, so I you know, stopped to actually talk to him, and then I moved on and caught Jimmy and them and ended up, I don't know. I think uh, going to dinner with them or something or or Bobby or so I don't know, but anyway I I, to- I remember I totally just CM Punk and then I saw him blossom into this humongous and he may have already been a humongous talent as far as his promos 
But I, I was glued to every word, and some of his matches were the best I've ever seen in my life. And I thought to those two times, the one in ROH and the one backstage at that WWECW shit, whatever that was, where I cowardly ran away from Vince to not get kicked out and totally no-sold him again. And to think it was his <laughs> debut and uh, to think that I would uh, mark out if I heard Cult of Personality on any pay-per-view. So if this reaches that far of a strange way of uh, speaking, and I met Sam Punk afterward and got a picture with him and stuff, and, but I didn't bring this shit up. So I'm ready now to come out and say CM Punk, Phil Brooks, UFC 225 fighter. I was wrong. You are a star. You were the man, and I should have recognized that, and I do now. End of soliloquy. I'd better just shut up so you guys can talk. Just not an MMA. You know what you should have done? You know what you should have done? Uh, you shouldn't know. have ran away from Vance. You, you got me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I was just, he's an intimidating guy. It was like the third time I was around him. And every time I, you know, I could be around anybody but him. Like, he scares me. Who in the fuck are you, old man? If you would actually, uh, if you'd have had the balls and been like, yeah, I snuck in here because I wanted to talk to you. I think you need me here. You may got a job. <laughs> you know, stranger Obviously things have security happened. security is shit because I got this far. Yeah, and, and my main mission is to get the guy on your in the papers that just got popped for drugs to do more drugs with him tonight. Um, so. <laughs> there you go. I don't do drugs. So, uh... I don't do drugs. I really don't. Contrary to what popular opinion may be, I do drink. But uh, in the presence of uh, that kind of, and it happens with rock and roll. I know, Nate, you're a good boy, but I'm sure you've seen <laughs> some things get passed around in both wrestling and rock and roll. Uh, when oh, I've been yeah. in the presence of celebrities, I've kind of partake in things that I don't want to. I just, the only thing I'd probably say no to would be like heroin or something. I'd be like, fuck that, I'm out of here. But all the other recreational drugs I've probably tried once or twice. So bad. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, being a guy that's uh, been around two crazy worlds that that strangely mirror each other in wrestling and music in terms of uh, behind the scenes, they're very, very similar in more ways than I can explain. Uh, I have seen my share of shit. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah. So I'll let you guys talk, and I'll just uh, Tom. You want to uh, you want to have a few minutes of uh, crying about your uh, you want a soliloquy for your for your uh, dearly departed hockey team? Uh, no, I can let you handle that, uh, but I can I can just say that uh, they were up four to two at one point, and the casual fan that I am, figuring they were home. Uh, that they might get to game seven, and then all of a sudden uh, there was basketball on, which we do cover here, so I switched the channel back and forth. And I mean, next thing I know, I it's five to four you. in the third. When it was four to two, I thought they were they were home. But uh, <laughs> our good friend, uh, your, your good friend and our sort of mutual friend, Mr. Chris Kabafa, he summed it all up in a beautiful post to read for you now. 
sure. <laughs> I hope I hope Crosby yeah. gets sucked out of an airplane window on the way home, and the whole team goes with him, as they're all in the middle of a suck off train when it happens. Hashtag Pens can eat shit. The NHL should be ashamed of their referee puppets. Hmm. That's a and that's a timely joke too because that very plane that the unfortunate woman passed away from the wind to come through is still currently in Philadelphia International Airport where it emergency landed in a you know research. Uh, now is the uh, is Jerry Chris's brother? Yes. Okay, that explains. Uh, he he came back with the zinger of who won. Uh, um, Chris is a little bit of brotherly love there. Chris is a yeah. Uh, he he took some shit I, for it. I don't know his brother, or uh, I met his brother. Uh, it could be his father, and uh, it would really suck if his if it wasn't, and I wasn't thinking right. Um, but I th- I think his father's still with us, uh, and a fan. And uh, he does have at least one brother. And Chris is, uh, as you probably know, Tim, because you had those off-air conversations with him probably, or taping at least, that you guys you guys know the game, and he's a diehard Flyers guy. Uh, he, he, he he knows his hockey fairly well, but he is, he is uh, like a lot of fans, when it comes to his own team, he is a little bit... Yeah. Um, uh, what's the... Yeah, I don't know what the word is, because he's... You know they they got fucked because of the refereeing. Well, the refereeing wasn't great, but because cause Frank sent him a comment. Believe it or not, Frank actually, actually agreed with him, but he said the uh, the refs never put thirty pucks past your shitty goaltending. Hmm. Fair point, which, I guess. I mean, I which I, is, I, know, I saw all the yapping about the refs. I mean, was it that bad? Uh, the one in particular, it was five to four for Pittsburgh, and uh, Philadelphia was kind of surging a little bit, and they come out of their own end, and that guy got fucking just tomahawk slashed to the foot, and down he went, and Pittsburgh scored on uh, no call, and they scored on top of it. You know, so not not only did they not call the penalty, they they the guy picked up the puck and threw it in front, and it was in the net, and now it's six to four. I was surprised. I was waiting for the the building to riot. They threw some shit, but it didn't get it didn't get too crazy. But I mean, the score still ended up eight to five. So I mean, you can't really you know it was one goal, but they didn't play well enough. And Crosby was, you know, you can hate Crosby as much as you like, but Crosby was Crosby and fucking got it done yet again. So you know, if you're a Philadelphian, I guess that sucks because you guys hate Pittsburgh, and I get it, but. That's uh, what I don't know. Sid Crosby, fourteen, Philadelphia, nothing. I'm not really sure, but fucker keeps on winning. So what can you say? Well, the the brief time I watched it when they were up, and then I turned back. At one point, the the the, uh, play-by-play guy, or probably the caller, it makes more sense if it was the caller guy, said that every time that Pittsburgh has been to Philadelphia this season even not including the playoffs, they've scored at least five goals. Well, he had, uh, I believe they said he's had 30 points 
in 14 playoff games against Philadelphia. He actually, their hatred of him, I think he actually enjoys it because he plays better there. As crazy as that sounds. I uh, I wish I could love hockey like that just to hate. I don't hate anybody, especially great players and anything. Well, I you know what, did, did you hear what they did? This is a typical Philadelphia move if you didn't hear this. They put a picture of him. They had a little rubber, uh, you know, like a piss puck that they throw in urinals. They had a whole shit oh, yeah, made they up put and his they, face. Yeah, and they put one in every urinal in the fucking in the rink. So they don't really like him very much, I guess. And he just laughed. And oh, they, I know they he, they hate him. They they just like he laughed and used it as ammo. Well, I understand why they hate him. He breaks their hearts <laughs> over and over and over. I mean, uh, yeah, but that, what's a weird thing to me is like you know, the only time I was really a rivalry rivalry like I. I don't even know if I ever was, because I was going to say with the Celtics, but I always had a respect for Larry Bird and his ability. Uh, I don't even know if I can give an example. but uh, There's got to be somebody on the Cowboys that you probably hated that bad. Not really. I just don't like the, I don't like the Cowboy fans from Philadelphia, because that's just trying to be oh, ironic okay. and be stupid. If you're, you're here and your team uh, is here, Eagles you vote fan. for your team. An Eagles fan probably wouldn't be that big a fan of, oh, I don't know, let's say Troy Aikman. Um, yeah, they call him a closet Michael homo, Urban. which is Michael Urban. They <laughs> cheered when he broke his neck and stuff like that. I don't, I don't get into all that. I, you know, yeah. I don't like the well, Cowboys. Let's be honest. Philadelphia fans have notched up dislike to another level. Yeah, I mean they 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 take it like they they came in and and fucked their mom or something and raped their kid. Like these guys are just playing a game. Wouldn't buy a fucking Meet Me in the Matinee album. Well, that then they will kill them. Yeah, we still we still uh, there. I wasn't sure. Just making that. Yeah, I'm uh, but I'm listening. in closing, I'm in closing on that on that particular subject uh you know basketball probably my is my favorite and uh you know i i, I might have hated a rivalry wise i might have hated the lakers and the six and the celtics when they were uh fucking with moses and dr j when i was a kid but i always respected the play of great players even tom brady i i wanted to fucking i guess i felt it a little i wanted to have him like decapitated by uh, some of our defensive, like Fletcher Cox during the Super Bowl. Not literally, but I mean, I was like, hit that motherfucker, you know, and they could never get to him. But they ended up beating him, so that's all I really was wanting is an Eagles victory. Yeah, I, I, I dislike, like I used to have a, a great dislike of um, uh, who's that, who's your, one of your, one of the better Eagles quarterbacks, Donovan McNabb. I used to couldn't stand it. <laughs> But I didn't care. Like, I didn't want him to get fucking run over on the freeway or anything either. I just wanted him to, you know, every pass he threw should be 10 feet over top of receiver's head. But other than that, I didn't really <laughs> – I didn't wish him uh, I mean, I, that really wasn't that that much of a stretch from some of his throws. Well, but, some days. Uh, but, uh, he had a moment conclude, or two there. I didn't, I didn't conclude, not because anybody cut me off, just because I'm stupid and I forgot. Um if tomorrow, well, not can't happen tomorrow, but after this season, somehow, uh, 
Pittsburgh was dumb enough and traded him to Philadelphia, all those people who say they want to piss oh, in his face yeah. and despise him, they would suck his cock. Yeah, he'd be the best player who ever fucking lived if you if you guys picked him up tomorrow. Yeah, so I I can't. But that goes for most that. franchises, so. I, I mean, like I said, I get the, well, I get the dislike though. As a as a Penguins hockey fan, um, I won't. You know, hockey's not my sport really, but I'll say this. Fly, Penguins, fly on the road to Stanley Cup number three. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. I don't think that's Thank their you. fight song. I thought uh, I may be mistaken. Sounds like another <laughs> fight song, though. <laughs> oh Lord! Well, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. I I can only defer to Tim. I don't know hockey enough to to, to see if they can if they have the ability to take the third straight. Oh yeah, no, they they should. Uh, barring a major upset, they should they should make the final. Whether they can win it or not is another another story. But they should get there. Oh. They just, By the way, they I was only. Most... Go ahead. I was only. Uh, Kidding while I was on tape. Since we're not taping right now, I have a plan to uh, kidnap that fucking pussy Crosby, Cindy Crosby, that faggot. Anyhow, you, you can start. You can start taping again, so I won't be a suspect. Uh, yeah, okay. go ahead and return. We'll cut that. Um, I was gonna say it would probably be the Penguins are a lot like. I don't know who the actually I don't know who the basketball equivalent would be. They have two or three really good players Cavaliers. Cavaliers. who do just enough during the regular season to get into the playoffs. Then those two or three good players go turn it up a notch, and all their fucking guys who didn't do shit all year long suddenly become fucking good. Like today, they had the – I mean, I won't throw out names because they don't mean anything to you anyway. They had a guy scored four goals in a fucking row, not just in a game, in a row. He hasn't scored the whole series. Then suddenly nice. out of nowhere – you know, this guy, he pots four, and they win. And everybody's going, what how line? do you stop them? What Third. line does he play on? Third line player. Third line third line player. Just everything went right for him today, but like, that's what they do. You know, you, you, you stop Crosby. Well, they couldn't stop Crosby today either. But you stop one of their good players, and they have some guy you never fucking heard of scores two goals. Oh. You know, most of their big guys didn't do anything today except for except for Sydney, and other than that, their goalie was. I mean, they gave up five goals. Most nights, if you give up five, you don't win. But I guess they, they had one guy score, score four eight. goals though. Yeah, they had one guy score fucking four, and then they get eight total and win anyway. Hard to hard to beat that. Like I guess, like you said, like wow. I like Cleveland when LeBron, when LeBron is on. You know, LeBron gets fifty, and everybody else chips in. They're not losing very many. I was I was going to make the comparison to the Cavs with them because you said that they should make it to the final. Um, but it, it, what you said about the role players picking up would be more like uh, Golden State with the uh, Iguodala's and Livingston's and stuff. Yeah, well, they got their, what, um, their best players not playing, right? Uh, arguably. Some would say Durant's better, but Curry's uh, Okay, well, uh, like, like right Pittsburgh there. today, uh, Malkin didn't even play today. 
who could you could argue oh, last would be there. Malkin, I thought you said Malcolm. Yeah, he he could he could be arguably either their best player or their second best player, and he never even saw the ice. And they still get eight fucking goals. Well, you know, that's getting a little frustrating if you're not a Penguin fan. I'm not the biggest Pittsburgh fan. I like Crosby, but because he's Canadian. But how Cam Neely do? Oh, as a career? No, I just want to know how he did today. Cam Neely. Yeah. Um, did you Once in a while, I'll throw in a hockey. Did, a hockey did you time travel back to fucking fluently. 1986 or what, motherfucker? Uh, I don't know. I just throw it. I know. <laughs> it was a good try. I know that. I know that Mike Bossy was in there too. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you get really old and throw out, you know, you know, Eddie Shore or something like that? I'm probably throwing out names. From what I heard, from what I heard, right? I just skipped right over that one. From, from uh, what I know, even though there was eight goals rendered and bad refereeing, that Dominic Hoshik stood on his head for us. <laughs> the Dominic. Hated that fucking guy. Yeah. Hated that guy. Never played for Pittsburgh. Though. Yeah, I know all hockey all-star names for for the last like twenty some years, but I just don't know. Okay. Sure um, Not all. Don't uh, test me. Well, I was gonna throw some flyer names at you to see how you did, but. Um, and what, all right, go ahead. Let's 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 give a one minute experiment, and then Nate's one got a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't want to go back. You know, if they're two years old, I expect you'd probably know them, but I don't want to go back too far. What's your limit for for? Uh, I, I kept an eye on most of it. I guess uh, I mean, it might be a couple of years. Do you do out. you remember the the uh, when the Flyers played the Russians in seventy? Well, no, I guess you wouldn't. I'm two years older than you. You might not remember that, or have you? Or do you recall, have you read or seen when the Flyers played the Russians in I believe it was '76, and they beat them yeah. so badly yeah. that they that they left the ice during the game. <laughs> yeah, I remember the Broad Street Boys. Oh, that was beautiful. And, uh, uh, so you know who uh, Ed Van Imp is then? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah? I can't. Yeah, what about uh, uh, Don? I'll reveal oh, off the okay, air. What? I'll reveal off the air because it's 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 really not cool. But uh, three – God, I'm only remembering two off the top of my head. The three prominent flyers of, of days past uh, go to uh, the same home group AA meeting as an ex-girlfriend of mine. And that's all I can say because you can't reveal anonymity. That's the you know, spiritual okay, foundation of that group. But three flyers, yeah, but there was three a few... like named guys. I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't know how many of them stayed in that area, though. Like back in the 70s, I, I'm going to guess that probably half the team probably had a drinking problem. Whether they it was yeah. ever recognized or not is another story because that was the that was the poison back in the day. Uh, I mean, so you I mean, okay, of course, obviously you'd know Eric Lindros. That'd be a name you recognize. Yeah. From Flyer. Yeah, John LeClaire. Uh, John LeClaire. Rod Brindamore, um, John LeClaire. Oh, okay, Brindamore. Um, um, Kelly Lindbergh? Kelly Lindbergh died. Uh, I was going to bring him up in the goal, but then I remembered very good, he tragically. Very good, very good. Yeah, car accident. Actually, you know, he, uh, he that was the start. That was the start of the death of all Flyers goalies. 
He was gonna yeah. he was gonna be a fucking he was gonna be a superb fucking NHL goaltender, and he died. And Philadelphia hasn't had a fucking goalie since. That's been any good. I know. I know Wayne Gretzky. Gretzky was a flyer <laughs> from never to never. <laughs> yeah, yeah first twenty years of his career, he was a flyer. Did you guys bring this up or somebody else that his uh, sometimes racy, uh, attractive, married to a professional golfer daughter has a tattoo? And do you do you know what that tattoo is? Unless you told me. No, but I I, I could only assume because she's a she's a bad girl. What's, that what's one. her name? His daughter. Um, Paulina, Paulina, or is that his wife? Okay. No, Paulina Gretzky. His wife is Janet. His wife is Janet Jones Gretzky. Get this, Nate. Paulina Gretzky is his daughter who was, like, a little crazy for the great one. Uh, like, nudes or semi-nudes were out and shit, and she was, like, a oh, party girl and all that. Yeah, smoking hot, though. And she got this tattoo in her underwear region near the mm-hmm. uh, the great one's offspring's uh, vajayjay. Um, near mm-hmm. the, near and, your last and, name. And, and rectal area, uh, uh, I mean, somewhere in that vicinity, uh, where underwear would cover it with the number 99 on it. Is that kind of creepy? But somebody made the joke. Somebody made the joke that when she does 69, it's Lemieux's number. So. Oh, I like that. Yeah, he had to. But, uh, so, that's a weird. He message. publicly had to call her off of Instagram because her pictures yeah, were getting she, so racy that uh, he finally had to step in and tell her to fucking yeah, you can't do that shit no more. Wild child, and she's married to which one? Which golfer? Uh, Dustin. Dustin Fourier something? or something? Dustin no, that's Johnson. a fighter. A Dustin fairly Johnson. good one Dustin. from from Dustin from what Diamond. I know. That's it. She's married to Dustin Diamond. Yes. <laughs> Dustin Johnson. Oh, God. I think Nate's right with that. I think it's uh, Dustin Johnson. Maybe I'm wrong. I think I think. Anyway, yeah, we got to get Nate involved. We're, you know, know we're going to talk about Tim? basketball or wrestling. Well, you know, know what we're doing, call. Tim? We're, we're, uh, we're like uh, – Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum just sharing the ball to each other, and we're not working it into the big guy, no kitsch. Uh, you are right. It is Dustin Johnson. You are correct. Thank you. Nate, what's on your mind? Uh, well, I shaved my head, so not much, but I'm bummed. Uh, How do you, what do you use? Wait, let me, let, me, let, me get, let me dive into that first point. What do you use just from a, a fellow shaver? Uh, I have a full head of hair, which is disgusting. That's why I shave it, not because it's receding or, or getting uh, going away. But you know, sometimes I, uh, when I use my Bic and my shaving cream, uh, if I don't have some crazy moisturizer, I get a lot of blotches and things of that nature. So one he-man to another. What do you use, and are you smooth? <laughs> um, I use my. I have a like a mop. Gillette five blade razor or some shit. Okay. okay. Use the. You're gonna laugh at this, but I swear to God it works when I have it. Um, to keep your head smooth and moisturized, coochie cream. Uh, 
would that be what I think it is? Yes. It is for the females. They, they have a male version now. Um, it's for the females to keep their area smooth. But if you use it on your head, it's fucking magic. Nice. I'm going to go look at it. I'm going to fucking laugh at that or applaud. Hey. Coochie, I mean, coochie lotion. All right. Oh, oh, all coochie right, cream. Coochie conditioner shave cream. Usually, when, uh, usually if I have that aroma around, people say it smells like pussy. Did you burp? But anyway, uh, that's I, that's the oldest joke, and I I just recycled it from Artie and Anthony said it like last week. Go ahead. Actually, the oldest joke is when you see somebody really hot is to wipe your mouth and say, let me clean her off a place to sit. But, you know. Hey. That's not bad. (laughs) Whitest set of teeth teeth I ever came across. Anyway. (laughs) Double entendre jokes. That's what we've brought to that's what we've lowered ourselves to. We don't disappoint here on this show, though. I mean, it is the round we don't. table, after all. Uh, it's got the energy tonight of a, a fucking... Okay, well, let's let's go this direction for a bit. What uh, Tomorrow's Monday. Uh, what's what's, what's yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. up like tomorrow? Yeah, what's, what's, what's shaping up? Well, I was going to bring up what we have planned for the airways, I think, tomorrow, don't we? Well, that too. That yeah. would be a part of it, obviously. Are we going to attempt yeah, a, uh, a one-round mock draft tomorrow? Well, like I was yeah. going to say, the Tonight Show has the energy of uh, a guy with AIDS and chronic fatigue syndrome with two with missing limbs. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, dude! But uh, <laughs> maybe, we could, maybe we could pick it up. Wonder that here report will stretch. come in of what. Uh, you know how we get that report that tells us what uh, what countries people are listening from? I wonder if we'll get one that covers like every basis for who we've insulted. Uh, well, I, I do know we picked up an audience in Israel. I know that. Yeah. Oh, great! I saw that, and I figured that was because we haven't really picked on the Jews all that much. They have all. The I money. guess they hate well, DJ Khaled too. Money. Well, I've got to guess. I'm never doing a live show. I ain't doing a live show in the Middle East. That's for sure. That's a fucking... Oh, yeah, no. (laughs) It doesn't matter how much money they offer us. We can't go there. That's a beheading waiting to happen. And what fucking DJ Khaled's got to fucking hit out on you now anyway, so you can never leave Philly, really. He'll be be like, put your hands up. Put a guillotine down. Put your hands up. As my head rolls to his fucking feet. I never... Terrorist. I've never seen a guy get paid as much money as him to say his name at the beginning of songs. Did you hear our show the other night? I'm uh, working my way through it. I haven't well, got through uh, it yet. I just got it's, it. It's 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 funny that you kind of side of what my beef was with that guy, and then it turned into a whole different discussion uh, about him. It went but somewhere. I'm glad that, yeah, then it went somewhere else. <laughs> But you were uh, right. I, I want to hear. Look, I want to hear when I'm you hear that that part of it. I'll probably um, get to it tomorrow. I've got an hour drive one way tomorrow, so. 
I'll get through it. Okay. Um, okay. Well, back to the back to the mock draft. Let's not lose sight here, boys. Twenty minutes to go. Let's let's clean it up. I guess I can uh, silence. Who's leading? Who's leading the way? Nate, no, say something, dude. Something. Okay. Nate, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, we, we know who fucking rode the short yellow bus to school. <laughs> Wouldn't be sure with Tom, Rob- Tom Robinson. He's probably the only guy on it. Yeah, callback from the other night, Jake Johansson. Yeah. Yeah. There's a weirdo on every bus. I look around, but I can't find him. <laughs> He's usually the driver. Never there when I'm on. Mock draft, uh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I, I suppose we'll. I really I suppose we have to. We'll have to wait until after the fucking basketball game. Of course we will. Yeah. Um, well, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying we shouldn't. I'm just saying. Because there's a hockey Even though, game uh, earlier, so we ain't doing it then. I'm assuming that's a Wolves game, as the Sixers play two nights from now, correct, or am I wrong? Yeah, yeah the Wolves correct. play tomorrow. Yeah. That is when we see if it's a series. Yeah. Indeed. They picked up a win the other night. They picked up a win uh, last night that shocked me, and they did it pretty convincingly. Um, I was very surprised and very happy. So I'll tell you what, with those, uh, I'm going to let you, because you know more about them than I do, but I need to add this. Uh, those weirdo guys who somehow have the mental issues, not that it takes one to know one, it's just merely coincidence. Um, if, you have a, if you're a little off mentally and you really uh, relate to someone, a.k.a. Derek Rose and Tom Thibodeau, uh, mm-hmm. that, that, that uh, authority figure may be able to get the best out of you that other people can't reach because they know you on a different level. So if that if that uh, magic works and he still plays like he's been contributing, you got a shot. I mean, Rose has looked like a world beater this series. It's been surprising um, if we can get at least you know half of what he was during. Um, Back in uh, Chicago, like he's going to be worth yes. it. Gentlemen, is this fucking white man can't jump? <laughs> uh, it's the network. Or what the fuck? Is, that'll be safe What for the Wednesday. fuck is yeah. going on? Mock fucking well, ground, uh, you pair of unfucking focused motherfuckers. I do have a question about the draft, though, uh, to Nate, um, and maybe even to yeah. you, Tim, because I, I don't know which one responded. Because I forget in our three-way off-air chats, uh, I had a possibility of bringing someone on that really knows the shit about that. Not that we don't, but it would be good to have mm-hmm. a differing opinion. But did you already? One of you guys already booked somebody that would be in that spot. Uh, we can bring him yeah. on. That's fine. Just I was I had talked to somebody, but it never turned into anything. Never came to fruition, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it'll be good? last minute for me. Uh, I don't want to say on air. It's a wrestling dude, but yeah, he's, okay. he's really like, you know, he, he did like a seven round mock draft uh, like a month ago. So he has such knowledge as long, of these fucking guys. As long as he knows if he comes on our show, he can't pick on us, but we can pick on him. 
for his ridiculous picks if we think they're ridiculous. And if if I make a stupid pick, which I fucking probably am going to, I don't want to hear no shit from the fucking peanut gallery. Except from you two idiots. You can always hang up on them. <laughs> That's right. I can always host a show and I can just mute the motherfucker. Never thought of that. Carry on. No, I, I don't, no I'm, I'm good with that. I, I got to be honest. I... My football knowledge probably would carry me to the halfway through the draft of the first round, and then I'm in trouble because I don't know enough about, uh, particularly the defensive players. I don't know a lot about yeah, I'm a skill. any of those guys. I'm a skill position guy check. myself. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the guy you hear about, right? Be okay. No, but I'm just saying it would be like basketball, college basketball. Yeah, I know the I know the one guy off the team who's their their big point getter. I've heard of him. I haven't heard of that guy who comes off the bench and blocks shots. I don't know who he is. Now, mind you, he probably isn't getting drafted in the first round. But a lot of defensive guys do go in the first round, sometimes fairly high. So, although this year I think it's kind of a battle of quarterbacks at the top, depending on what the teams decide to do. Yeah, we don't want to ruin it for tomorrow, but yeah, I think NFL. Okay, I'll throw think, something I else think... out there. But it's, foot, it's football, but it's not uh, – it's not the draft, so we'll have to pick a time for the draft. Let's do that. And after that, we're good. Yeah. Uh, okay. And um, you guys are the you guys are the timey people. So tell me when it's going to be, and I will make it work. Night. Mm. Any time at night. Huh? What time's the basketball game on? Oh, nine. Seven? I believe. Nine? Yeah. Nine Eastern. Yes, nine Eastern. You're not going to want to do a fucking show at midnight. Why not? Because well, you don't even want to do one, one tonight at 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can think of at least one reason comes to mind. But... Like fucking no, we're office. looking at... There's Nate... You know, there's Nate Bush during the week, which is, yeah, hey, y'all, how's it going? Oh, fuck, I can't believe this shit. Holy fuck, Keith Corbin, you're, Baron Corbin's a motherfucker, blah, 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 blah. Then there's fucking Sunday night Nate Bush. Turns into a fucking sloth. Even his laugh is fucking delayed and swollen only two ha's. I understand because he's, because he's 28 and he does 8,000 things between. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I, I fully know why, but. <laughs> It's just like, how about not doing one of those things on Sunday, motherfucker? <laughs> motherfucking cheeseburger eating motherfucker. Hey, hey, if I'm not Gotta doing build. these things, then the wide meat network is huge as going to. Oh, God damn, it was so good. Jeez, it was so good. <laughs> Fucking Chick-fil-A for Nate. No, you guys don't understand. Yeah. When I go to Chick-fil-A, I drop 15 bucks easy at Chick-fil-A, and I, I regret nothing. Okay. Do you saw the prices I showed you of hamburgers? How much do you get for 15 bucks at a Chick-fil-A? I mean, it's not Two chicken that sandwiches. Two chicken sandwiches, a 12-count nugget, and a drink. Okay, is that and a serious very, amount of food? Very polite uh, server, usually, as well. And that's we talked about that. Yes, yeah, very polite. It almost seems like they have a fucking guy with an AR-15 in the back playing all Christian until he gets him in there and says, "If you motherfuckers are one bit rude, blast." 
because they are, it looks like a hostage situation. I, I'm, okay, I wonder, the, they're so nice. They're so nice. I think on the bottom of my soda cup's going to say "Help me" one day to get them <laughs> out of there. <laughs> your uh, your basketball game starts at eight. So eight my time. Yes. Yeah, it's eight my time. Okay, so we could go to eleven. Well, fair enough. Yeah, that works for me. We really got to learn to do this off air. But anyway. Works for me. Yeah. And, I mean, I, so I, uh, I mean, yeah, I ain't going to say that. That's Because people might take me seriously. I'm, I was just going to make a joke. It works yeah. for me because you, you don't have any plans to, uh, I don't know, walk off a chair with a rope around your neck at that time? Well, that where, that's where I was <laughs> leading to, but people might take you me seriously. Can't, can't yeah, don't don't make me. Don't you know? Nate's got a new vehicle. Don't fucking make him fucking take it for a road test. You don't want to run me over. Fucking hauling up on your fucking door in the middle of the night, scaring the shit me out over of you. Like scaring the shit out of somebody else who lives there. Who's this large white man at my door? Bald, I don't know. Large man. white man, answer the door. I'm scared. <laughs> And I mean, Nate, you in there, Robinson, you motherfucker. Nate Robinson. I'm a coming. I'm a coming. That's something. Just stumbled onto that. Nate, um, Nate Robinson. But uh, Nate would be Please, at the I'm front a door. Please, I'm to hang out with. They would be at the front door, but uh, you know that little uh, inside has that you know one step above. So I would be the equivalent of six five, bald and beard and heavy set. So we'd be like a mime putting our hand against the fucking uh, front door <laughs> and uh, putting our other hand up. And then all of a sudden we would Nate become will, a fucking jail Nate scene where I was like, come uh, to the, he won't come to the door aggressive. He's going to knock politely during regular hours. You'll be asleep. Your mother will answer uh, Regular the hours. I'll be passed out on the couch. Yeah, your mother will just come in and have door. his way with me. Nate will throw on his fucking southern preacher charm bullshit. And uh, you're going to wake up, and Nate's going to be in your living room and own your house. Your mother won't take much. Probably like a $15,000 special at this point. Your, your mother will have signed you up for, uh, what do they call that, gayification. With Nate's yeah. going to ungay you. Yeah. Praise Jesus. <laughs> yeah, going to preach the gay out of you. I had another or out all your demon alcohol. I had another subject matter that would have been uh, probably entertaining or something or thought provoking, but it like went right out of my head. Oh God, dude! Never. You have to get you. the. Uh, you have to get in the habit of uh, right. You need a pen and a fucking pad of paper with you, and when you have good ideas, you need to write them down because you forget them. How yeah, you. I used to do that when I was prepared for something. I mean, you think of the, um, I mean, you come up with some gold anyway. Think of the gold that never makes it because you forget. Yeah, I guess. He says, what are um, we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what show is this? Where am I? What are we talking about? Who the fuck? What's my name? Do we have a call? Um, I don't know. Were we supposed to get one? Yeah, I think. I don't know. Uh, my oh, phone well, hold on, I'm not. You know me. I never look. 
Give me a second here. I gotta pull it back up. All right, do you, do you want me to put this person on the air or not? Yeah, go ahead. I have a, I have sneaking suspicion. This is you know. All right, here we go. All right, uh, caller, you are on the air. What can we do for you tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every fucking Sunday, the big fucking threesome, the Holy Trinity. Fucking three fucking window-licking retards on my fucking airwaves. This is fucking terrible. I'm the only one who listens to it, by the way, and a Twitter friend that we laugh at the unfucking founded claims that that TR writes. But you're all fucking idiots. You're talking about Saudi Arabian wrestlers and Mojo Raleigh and people like that. And instead of focusing on what you should be, and I don't listen for the record to the, the access TV unless it's absolutely necessary because that's not a true fan. That's not a puro bro. A puro bro orders New Japan World and gets streams of fucking All Japan and DDT. Did you hear me? DDT, not Jake Grant, Roberts. I'm talking about DDT, the promotion which you three probably don't even know about. But I'm tired of all this fucking shit you talk about. Uh, I, I, I don't even know why I listen tonight because I said I'd never fucking listen again. But I, never once. This is what really ticked me off when you're talking about Saudi Arabia and the greatest battle royal. How the fuck do you have a, a Royal Rumble battle royal, whatever that fucking cartoon wrestling company, they have cartoon wrestlers. How do you make... Uh, a fucking greatest pay-per-view of the Middle East without having Los Ingranobles in there with fucking Naito and Evil and Bucci. And I'm not talking about Dominic Bucci or or his brother Nova, the, the other Bucci. I'm talking about Bucci with SH. Like shit, like to your show, S-H-I-T, you three fucking idiots. I only know one fucking listener. You said you have a listener in Israel. Yeah, right. I'll fucking check the number somehow. I'll probably hack you on a computer and make a fake profile. Because, you know, I want to... Scott dropped dead. He was on a tear, wasn't he? He was on a tear, but did he stroke out or what? We may have killed the Internet's favorite wrestler. Hello? Hello? Hey. Well, hey, T-R? Tom. That was, that was weird. Scott went on a fucking, well, I think that was, that was Scott, I believe, the great Scott. But he went on a fucking rant and then just kind of, I don't know if he had an aneurysm or what happened there. But he, he just I was I was left. listening to the first part and somehow I got blocked out too. I don't know if uh, his other line his other line rang or something. I guess because I'm I could hear you guys a little bit. His his break as a Japanese geisha boy was over and he had to go back to work. Did you guys? Uh, he, he was rambling something about uh, loss anger whatever they're called. I don't recall how you pronounce that. Did you get to that part? Yeah, I heard that part. Yeah, I heard that too. And then he was saying, uh, "This is what I heard." About fan, I you have a fan off. in Israel. He was gonna, he was gonna hack your computer. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, 
Believe. Yeah, because he he said he clearly doesn't believe that we have listeners and we lie. We that's what we're all about. We're liars. Um, and I think he he hung up because he said that we don't talk about evil Sonata and Bushi, and he said with the S H because it's just like our show S H I T. And I almost started laughing because I thought he said Bucci, you know, like Simon Dean, those guys. <laughs> yeah, I think he was. I think he was going there, and that's about when he got cut yeah. off. And he, maybe but, he just got so fucking mad he just couldn't take it. You know, it's a, it's at least one guaranteed listener, and if we can change the world one listener at a time. <laughs> Boy, it's a good thing we don't. It's a good thing we don't try to change his mind. God. Well, you gotta uh, have he, change first off. I just gotta think like if 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 you really hate us that much, why would you call every week? I don't know. I just I don't get well, it. Well, you know, it's kind of a that's kind of a social media thing, isn't it? You know, if I you, don't know. You, is, that, is that the mentality? You know, if you write. But, if you write Baron, if you tweet Baron Corbin, and he he goes, I 100% agree with you, you probably don't tweet him back, right? Now if he jabs at you, if he jabs at you, well now the game is on, correct? No I'm thinking that along those lines, maybe yeah. Um, I did hear a rumor that just came across, like you guys break news a lot, and I just kind of glanced down and it said, uh. Unconfirmed, but Baron Corbin set to beat Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley, and Brock Lesnar this Monday night and become the undisputed Universal Champion. I wouldn't shock me. And he's gonna, and he's gonna do it with three moves. <laughs> well, three. He's only gonna use half of his moves. He's only gonna use half of his moves set. He's only gonna do it with three moves. And uh, you know that's uh, that's exciting that young talent. Like Baron is getting uh, pushed over those guys. Well, I tell you what, if they give Baron a push, this show will get behind him. Two out of three of us, the vote will be will be lost, and we will push Baron Corbin. I'd I'd love for right. WWE to push. I'd love for WWE Be-match. to push Baron Corbin. They right tried to push him once. So look what happened. If they push him right off a bridge, I'd love every second. <laughs> oh, Nate. You don't want to run into Baron Corbin at Chick-fil-A and have him have to serve you, do you? Uh, we won't fight at Chick-fil-A. You let him have his wrestling job because it keeps him away from the rest of us. Because he's kind of a strange dude from what I've read. I will not fight event. at Chick-fil-A because if I fight at Chick-fil-A, I'll get banned and I will miss out on the goodness. And I can't have that. Yeah, we should, we should uh, maybe... Just show the uh, the non uh, uh, PG thirteen rated portions of our show. Make a like best of tape and ship it to those people, at, those fine people at Chick Fil A, and maybe we would get a oh, sponsorship. Yeah. No, so we're already done. No, we're already done with Chick Fil A. We work on Sunday. We fucked that up. Yeah, there's no way. Did you did you ever hear the story? Did you ever hear the story about what Chick Fil A did? They um, and and again, I support Chick Fil A a hundred percent. I don't care what they believe, because this is America, where if you make a damn good chicken sandwich, you have my support. 
I don't care if you're a Satanist, a Christian, a Buddhist, or anything. If you make a good chicken sandwich. Or even sandwich, DJ Khaled. You know, yeah, even him. I don't care if Baron Corbin's wife makes the chicken sandwich. She's hot. I'll take it. But um, one thing I've noticed, uh, Chick-fil-A put in a restaurant in the Georgia Dome. Have you heard about this? <laughs> Where the Falcons no, are never open for they're never open for football games. Exactly. <laughs> they're closed on Sunday. And nobody could nobody really could figure out why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I heard that. Oh, oh, oh it took me a minute. Yeah, that's that's not a why that's would you why would you throw all that money? Well, I guess they get, you know, all the other events that happen in there, but you'd think the big, the big ticket would Yeah, you think the big well, the college team plays there, do they not? Uh, I know. Games. I thought that they were even going to get rid of that soon, or if they didn't already. But maybe I'm out of, out of the loop and thinking of somewhere else. But but um, regardless, it doesn't matter what what else goes on there. Who 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 spends the money to get a spot in an NFL stadium, and then it's not open on Sundays? <laughs> yeah, I would I would figure a way to buy a ticket fry some chicken somehow and jump behind that fucking desk and just take the money cash and pretend it was Chick-fil-A. Maybe that's what we should, we should introduce to them is, okay, you guys don't want to work Sundays because your souls are saved and all that. Ours clearly are on a straight shoot to hell. So I go to confession after have, every just show. Just let us so handle good. Sundays. Yeah, we'll yeah. handle Sundays. I got it. Yeah, I got it. No problem. We should address something that's really winding down, even though it's really not stuff we usually get into. Uh, I'd like to give a public uh, applause. And I said his name tonight. I believe his first name was Jack, but I shouldn't fucking speculate a name. But the gentleman that fucking wrestled uh, wrestled away that gun from that idiot in Nashville last night who killed four people in a Waffle House. Thumbs up, like when you go into a place like that where it's crowded with people uh, that aren't going to just sit there and run away from your fucked up pussy ass. He came in with, from what I heard in the original uh, reports, with a, a green like jacket or something and nothing else, like naked and a gun, and just started shooting people and, and killed four that I know of as of earlier. But there, there was a hero in a situation that didn't run away, that didn't jump under a table, that just fucking grabbed the motherfucker and got the thing off of him. The only, the only uh, portion that I don't like is that that particular guy didn't get a chance to fucking blast him from head to toe and make him suffer, and then you know leave him bleed to death before they called nine one one. But. God bless you, hero of Waffle House, because we've all been there late at night, and, uh, you know. That is, for all you listening, that man's name is James Shaw, Jr. Fucking kudos James to Shaw James Jr. Shaw, Jr. God bless you, man. James. You are the man. Whenever I hear Waffle House, I will now think James Shaw, Jr. Waffle yeah. House used to be sacred. Who the fuck shoots up Waffle House? This these these fucking people, man. And I, I mean, I hate yeah, to you go back do. to it, but the you white guy younger than fucking thirty five are usually the culprits. What me? Well, the guy you looks. Get, you get you looks throw the Las Vegas too. one at me. The Las Vegas one was an yeah. old fucking stupid white guy, but 
Um, it's a sad other than that, they're usually underneath. Yeah, you boys, you guys gotta, you gotta get your shit together about them guns, man. That's getting fucking crazy down there. Every fucking day, it's something. I don't know how you live there. I dare him to come. I dare him trying to shoot me. Well, you know, they're gonna do it when you least expect it. You're gonna be in the middle of a fucking meet me in the manatee fucking session somewhere cool at a bar somewhere, and some guy's gonna just walk in and fucking start shooting. What are you gonna do? Well, the thing well, is, I mean, if you're going to shoot at me... Besides push Josh in front, but after that, I mean, what are you going to do? Here's the thing, Tim. Nobody comes to our shows, so we're the safest band around. <laughs> you, you would know for sure if somebody came in. <laughs> if somebody fuck, came the in, I'd hit What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I, I, I just had something I lost that fuck. I can't join now. Uh, Sorry. Write shit down, motherfucker. It's called a pen. No, it was about this subject. I was listening to you guys, and uh, I fucking forgot because I'm trying to be right. conscious this week of of hearing your good lines that I fucking. You were too busy laughing at my pull Josh Brown in front comment. Yeah, because I was thinking back around Josh Brown finally gets in front, and his uh, mate put him <laughs> in front of go. the drum kit. It writes itself. That's what was leaning leaning towards, and Nate said that nobody comes in, and they they'd all stop their set and be like, "Who the fuck are you?" Oh fuck! <laughs> you, uh... But yeah, but it is West Virginia. But it is West Virginia. So with Nate's with Nate's original comment of I dare him to try to get me, between it's a three piece band, right, Nate? Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what I saw you guys, but I was making sure that it wasn't. Like a guy wasn't off that night or something. So it's a three-piece band, but between them, they probably got like 18 weapons under their fucking uh, drum kit and <laughs> on their ankles and yeah. <laughs> armpits, <laughs> armbands. They're all fucking rigged up with guns and all their special they're effects fucking are real. Guitar picks, their guitar picks can fucking uh, can actually be used as a Chinese star, you know, and just fucking hurl it at his forehead. <laughs> Did you check Nate, out the Nate's drum cam last the, night? Did I check out what? Sticks from 30 paces. I said, did, did you check out the drum cam? Is that how you know there's so three of us? No, I saw the last time you tagged us that there was three. And then oh. last night I did I did see after you were live. I saw, I turned it on like an hour after it was over. But very impressed with uh, my big, I'll call you Big Heavy. That'll be one nickname for you. Big heavy having the having the cardio. I admire that because well, I can, my weight like you ever hear the pretty fucking humid. Uh, well, you know, you ever hear that the when people get wealthy, Tim, you know this shit um, with uh, wealth, and then somebody hits hits the lottery. They call it new money if they move into their neighborhood. Right, like I'm new heavy. Because I just got big, like later in life. So, so Nate still doesn't consider me in the club yet. I'm like new heavy, so I sweat and shit. But Nate, Nate's used to it all his life from being a big bastard. So he gets through a, a, a whole like he could get through the Tom Sawyer solo and fucking be fine. Whereas you'd have to fucking do CPR on me. So in other words, yeah. Nate is old heavy. You're new heavy. And I'm medium heavy. 
I don't know. When did you come come into your uh well, only the last fucking, no, no, only the last like five, extended six years. stomach of yours. Yeah, yeah, only in the only last what? five or six years. So yeah, five, six years. But you were like you were you were like fairly not I don't want to say uh skinny, but you were like Oh no, a, I was I was nearly spelt at one time, yeah. Literally in your for, up to in your forties. Oh yeah. Well, as long as I was working. God. Once I once I stopped working hard, well then the the belly started to come and then it fucking never stopped. And now at fifty, well you know you know how much work it would be to get rid of it now. Yeah, well, Coach Dory Wilson, I'll plug her, literally and figuratively, on uh, Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Last Probably night the was a. Uh... You can get. Last night was a 42-minute set, so I made it through that pretty good. I guess, you know, medium heavy's not even right. But what is, what is it, old, new, and then what's it like when you've had it for a while? You're brand new heavy. Not, You're baby heavy. <laughs> I'm pre... Little heavy. I'm, I'm, natal, I'm, I'm, na- I'm, I'm natal heavy. Something like that. Yeah, that's not quite go. right, though. Yeah, that's not quite right. Yeah. But I'm, Umbilical. You're not heavy. You're not heavy. You're my brother, man. I'm you. You're my brother. The road <laughs> is long. <laughs> there, that's how the fucking show needs to end. You need to start finding that, and then somebody somebody needs to talk us off the edge. You know, like, well, that's it for another edition of the Roundtable. The road is long. Is yeah. it? Uh, is it that time? Oh yeah, we're already past time. We're, uh, Always happens. We're nine. Well, we're oh, only nine minutes over, which for us is pretty good. Well, I'm glad we got to. I'm glad probably, I remembered to congratulate that fucking hero, and I mean that in Waffle House. Yeah, no, that was a well live done. audience is gone, but we should uh, those we who listen after the fact. Up. Yeah, um, I like stories like that, even though there was some fatalities. I like that somebody stood the fuck up well, and still, got the dude. Yeah, it's still nice to some some feel good in there somewhere. Yeah. So, on that note, I guess that's it for another stunning edition of the Sunday Night Roundtable. Did um, we get to the, the direct time of the uh, show tomorrow? Did we agree on eleven? Yeah, eleven eleven Eastern. Time. Yes. And Tim's time. That's uh. Thursday at uh, 4 p.m. <laughs> Last Thursday. <laughs> not not the Thursday coming up for you guys. Last Thursday. Yeah, it was it was last week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a dish. Shit. <laughs> but he's our dick. Yeah, that's what I get for saying palatial Clifton Heights. I guess. Hey, uh, you can't, you can't. Although I got that uh, from you, so. <laughs> I know. Lifestyles of the rich I, and I, famous, I, baby. I mean, I, they just Anyhow. did a bit of that. See, now you spurred me again, but they, somebody did a bit that I listened to. And I oh, no, 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 you shut up. No, like time, for you to, time, for, time for Tom to go to bed. Tom Robinson doesn't have a car. <laughs> we go to Windsor Lane and Clifton Heights. And there's nothing to eat in the refrigerator for five grand. <laughs> By God, look at those empty shelves. Those are magnificent. He is world famous. He is known throughout Australia and other countries. Yet, he has no gas money for five grand. 
That's that's a very impressive impersonation of Mr. Robin Leach. When I finally what sat up for one, I was just chilling the rest of the show. Well, I assume you're always laying on your back staring at the ceiling. Okay. That's kind of how I picture you. That's uh, in about the last two months, yeah. Just looking as if it's strong kind enough to hold um, my weight when I'm when I'm numb and, you know, whatever. See, like, Nate, I picture he's Boss Hog. <laughs> Fuck. Ah, sorry, I took a swig of water door in that. Oh, sorry, Nate, but it was there. Do me a favor. When you phoned, you when you phoned early, to, when you phoned earlier today, and I answered the phone, Big Bush, my wife nearly died. She thought you'd be offended by that. She doesn't know you well. You can't offend. You can't offend <laughs> she me. Doesn't she doesn't know you well. She doesn't know I have right. the email address. She doesn't know I have the email address bigbusho8 at yahoo.com, does she? <laughs> no, I didn't tell her that. <laughs> you know, one day, one thing at a, at a time. You know, she's fragile. Let me know how she, let me know how she likes her T-shirt when it shows up there. Well, <laughs> see, if you listen to, <laughs> oh no, that wasn't on the show. That was in a off-air conversation where Tom told me I'm, I'm going to get that. Uh, I believe it was Thursday of 2020. He told me. <laughs> What, you know, what's the, that, the sleigh dogs The sled dogs sometimes get lost And shit like that and, Yeah you know, It'll, it'll end up uh, You'll find Jamie Ward's shirt Somewhere in the mix <laughs> I'll you, get that you right call back you're gonna, Another time you're gonna, get me, you're gonna get me fired up about the shipping cost To the, the Canadian province oh, of Alberta Hey I told you that, I, I don't oh, know what there's no reason why it should cost that much. Good lord, it's ridiculous. Well, they got to pay for the fucking health care somehow. That's yeah, true. but you no, know, because it's both ways. Sending it to yeah, sending it to him it was just as bad. Sure. It's funny Good because point. I can order, and I know this for a fact because I've done it. I can order like a fucking pallet of tile that weighs like two tons, and get it sent here overnight for like fifty bucks. And yet to send a fucking T-shirt costs twenty-five dollars. Go figure. Pallet of tile. That's yeah. To me, with my lack of uh, any kind of mechanical skill, not that that would fall. Would that fall mechanical? Just technical. Uh, no. Working with my hands. Working with my hands. Put that yeah. whatever trade that would that would fall under the yeah. umbrella. A mm-hmm. pallet of tile is something that I've never heard or said in my regular life. Okay, well, you know what a pallet <laughs> is, right? Oh, of course. I know what both are, but, I mean, that, I okay. mean, you well, learn you something say, every day. Well, you know, I, I've never heard, uh, no one's ever directly told me my vagina was infected either, but, you know, I'm sure other people have heard that. You don't travel True. in those circles. Well, you know, so. well I'm going to make sure on Wednesday when we do the show that we, we talk about uh, getting the sand out of Kevin Love's vagina. So we'll, we'll talk about that. So that's a phrase you may never heard before. You can also, Jesus. you can also, Nate, you can tell your niece we played her, we played her commercial on the Tom and Tim show. By the way, I'll hook her. I'll tell her. We did spend it. And I, and then I, I, don't I, know, I, I, I fucking, we I said fucking something killed it because I said she was so good at makeup she can make me look good. 
Like, I don't know what fucking what more that, of an endorsement you can require, but because that, that, that's that's fucking talent that. right there. No shit, that's what I said. Well, that's what Tom said. Made me feel bad, but so all right. Now that we've went fucking fifteen minutes over. All right, I guess that's enough. Shit up. All right. Sunday night roundtable is now the fucking Monday morning roundtable. But anyway. Amen. That's that's fucking it for me in Canada. And Randy Travis over there. Never mind. Fuck you. Chick-fil-A I'm gonna love you T.R., you're as smooth as Tennessee whiskey. What a fucking train wreck. Ah, uh, yeah. I, uh, it depends who you ask. Uh, well, it's, uh, it's, uh, oh, fuck, I'm hosting the show. Fuck this shit. That's a good night from me, and that's a good night from him. See you later. Night.